Hey guys, what's up? This is Sari, Leon, and Fawaz. We just got out of Into the Spider-Verse, and uh, we're actually doing this our first live podcast, which is pretty cool. We're all at a Starbucks. I'm sipping tea, I'm a little sick. But yeah, we figured we wanted to do a live podcast like right after a movie, get our impressions really um, like fresh, and and uh, just, just nerd out about it and talk about how... Pretty much how good Into the Spider-Verse was. I really liked it. What'd you guys think? I mean, it's pretty good. Like, I... Just visually, like, comedy-wise, like, everything, like, it hit everything, like, right on the head. Perfect. Thinking of my thoughts while I digest this cookie. Um, <laughs> uh, surprisingly good. I um, went into it with, like, zero expectations, I think. Sony has kind of left a bit of a foul taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. So. I definitely went in with an assumption that it could either be really good or really, really bad, and turned out to be really good. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that. I didn't really. I watched like the first trailer and didn't really catch any of the other promos. So, really well done, really entertaining, and uh, a pleasant surprise for the end of the year. Yeah, definitely. I definitely when I saw their trailers, I knew that like, all right, this is something. That's, that Sony can do with a kind of a just Spider-Man license. It's different. It's not like, you know, another live action. And it already looked so, like, visually, the tones. Um, it just already looked so unique. And I definitely, like, going into it, I, I had pretty good... Exp- like, I, w- I was feeling good about it. But seeing the whole movie uh, just kind of blew all my expectations for it out of the water. I think visually is one of the main things. Just... Um, I think, Leon, you told me this. It's like a mishmash of, like, different artists. Yeah, like, you can see it, like, how all the characters are different, like, animated because, like, the... What's her name? Like, the anime character is, like, pretty 2D. Mm-hmm. You kind of see some of the, like, little Looney Tunes, like, old retro, you know, cartoon kind of style come up when Spider-Ham comes in. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you can kind of see, like, little details in some of the characters and they animate them differently. And there's a few things, like technical like they animated it like they would do like a 2d animation mm-hmm. where they only they skip frames basically to give you the idea of like like a cartoon because cartoons they don't draw every single frame because it'd be too fluid it'd be too much work so they skip frames so they did that and it gives you it looks kind of jittery but like you don't it kind of fits the spider-man yeah, kind of like yeah. twitchiness i mean there were some yeah. sections where it went like too fluid and it kind of looked like a video game cutscene to me like i don't know why they did that like it was, it was like too fast but mm-hmm. i don't know I but overall it, it yeah. kind of i like like it's a different take i kind of did notice it was might have been i don't know if it was just our monitor or our, our projector but it did look like it was kind of meant for 3d well, well no, i could so tell that, like no, there's a, a stylistic thing oh. they, they like because obviously there's no camera, so there's no like real aperture and stuff. Mm. So they like fake it, so they blur the background to make it look oh. like like a traditional. Well, I can also movie. notice like kind of you know when you watch a 3D movie without the glasses, I th- I you think can see the extra. I think that's the the yeah. uh, nod to like comics, like, okay. like you know what, like the old comics it's they had kind of like the color bleed. Oh, okay. I think that's kind of what they were going yeah. for. Well, speaking of old comics, like they kind of uh, so going into the movie into the Spider Verse, they cool thing is they kind of give everyone like an origin through like a comic kind of like a little comic montage for each character's origin and it, I, I kind of like that touch like and it, it it doesn't it doesn't kind of it, yeah it doesn't it really assumes you know but it gives you like a quick one minute kind of catch up 
saying, hey, this is who I am, this is this character. Yeah. And then, they, you know, they make it funny near the end where it's like all, when finally the, the whole spider, the other three spider first characters, the last three that join, they, they put them all three at once and then like Peter Parker's like, all right, I got it. Like, it's, it's, it's. Think, you know, in a lot of ways, a great nod to the late great uh, Stan Lee, rest in peace. Oh, that, that man, I almost cried. Yeah. I, uh, I was like, man, it was such a cool cameo for him. And I think it was a nice kind of nod to the franchise as a whole, because I think when the first Peter Parker is introduced, there are definitely nods to the kind of Tobey Maguire films. Yeah. And I, I want to say some nods to Homecoming as well. Yeah, with the, the web uh, thing. But he also, yeah. the, they did the train, the train. Yeah. The Upside Down Sp- Kiss, and then they did uh, one more thing. The train from Spider-Man 2, yeah, and then yeah. him dancing around in Spider-Man yeah, 3. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Which makes you wonder if that technically... It was him, yeah. It was like a kind of conclusion to the... Uh, Sam yeah. Because yeah. we never got that. Right? Yeah. So, like, I wonder if that um, was some sort of conclusion to the Raimi versus Spider Man. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I, I, like, like you said before, the Stan Lee cameo definitely did hit me a little bit in the, mm. the feels. And I love the fact that whenever they reference the comics, it was the classic kind of Cover. Stan Lee oh. covers and yeah. Stan Lee panels and everything like that. So Yeah, I always like it when comic books. Uh, movies they they kind of become self-referential where they know the character's big enough that there's merchandise and yeah. comics they had that in, in in Logan where he had like the actual yeah. comic book but uh, yeah. also um, I was watching in the other the uh, original Hellboy movie mm-hmm. where uh, like the, I forget the name of the agent the agent is introduced to Hellboy mm-hmm. and there's like a, a Hellboy comic and he like he actually comments on it he's like they always mess up the horse yeah and so oh and then Cap Cap uh, First Avenger, yeah, they yeah. actually print comics, right, which is right. the original comic cover. Yeah. So I kind of like that they bring the comics in yeah. kind of organically, yeah. but they reference kind of like the real issues. Mm. Um, I really like. I'm a huge fan of like alternate universes, um, like different takes on characters. So I really liked how this movie did like the two Peters, um, and like Peter's replacement had like a whole different like life that didn't really work out well for him. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the other Spider-Verse characters were kind of pretty much like their comic counterparts, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I like kind of like, uh, I, I, was it, uh, the Doc Ock was, uh, you yeah. know, gender swap. Yeah. Um, and then the Scorpion was more mechanical than like a suit. I'm trying to think who else. Uh, different takes. I kind of knew. Was it a shock to you guys? Prowler was his uncle. I think that's no, pretty much. That. Yeah, yeah it was from that. the I, comics. I didn't know going in, but yeah. like it became pretty apparent mm. when he went back to the. It's still as a reveal. It was still pretty good. Yeah, um, but I like it because it works for the general yeah. audience. You know, yeah. like I, I we heard people around yeah. us like yeah. gasping and show yeah. up, which is cool. Like I like seeing people get genuinely yeah. surprised from like good writing. I feel like like with you with you two going in with that knowledge. If it can still strike a chord with you, mm-hmm. then I think that's a job well done. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen it even before, but like, um, we, we talked about this, I think, in a previous episode where, it's, for example, a show like Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. you know the red wedding is coming, Yeah, but when it actually goes down, you're still kind of like, wow, okay, mm-hmm. I didn't wasn't ready for that visually, or 
when they reveal, spoiler alert, I think one of those that watch Game of Thrones, mm. but when they reveal Jon Snow's parentage, yeah. they're like, I kind of already knew that, but still, when they actually make it official. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's good. Yeah. I think that like even knowing that like they really built up the tension well. Like anyway, like I, you knowing that it's gonna like what's the outcome? Like still, it's yeah. that like tension of like when is this gonna happen? Like what's gonna happen? Like yeah. so even knowing it doesn't really spoil anything in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, the plot, the general plot, like the multiverse kind of thing, and Kingpin. Like, even in, in this, he's kind of portrayed, like, as a villain, but he has his motivations. Yeah. And, like, he kills Spider-Man, but, like, for him, in this movie, Spider-Man was the one who killed, in his mind, cost him his his wife and son, you know? I thought that was another noticeable thing, because for a movie that is primarily aimed, geared towards, like, a younger audience, I was actually surprised with the number of, like, on-screen deaths, mm-hmm. even though they weren't particularly gory or explicit. Um, but yeah, I was still surprised. But yeah, even, I mean, then again, but Disney movies have been doing Disney it. Movies yeah, have been like, doing that, yeah. but still, I guess it, it is when you. I think it's a different thing when when you're in the theater and you see all the kids around. Yeah, you, and I was just like, you, you wonder, I was like, do they have any comprehension oh. of what's actually happening? But like, yeah, that 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 that, that, that was still a bit surprising. Um, yeah, all the characters cool. I like seeing like Aunt May kind of being like the. The one that brings them all together, and um, Miles kind of not living up to his potential until the really end. Where yeah, I don't know. Like I kind of felt like they dragged that on a bit too long. Like I kind of wanted to see more of him, like in action, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like kind of I get it. Like he's new, and like they kind of spent too much. Like I want to say it's the last like 20, 30 minutes where he, he maybe, yeah. maybe thirty minutes is generous where he finally gets his costume. Yeah, the third arc is his kind of yeah. time to shine. But and yeah, I I, I kind of agree because I like yes, it's a different character, but his story is so similar to like traditional Spider-Man that it's like it's it is another origin story like over again. So. Yeah, I guess because it's never been done in film, mm-hmm. uh, they figured that it would be fine for them to tell it in such a in such a way well I think it begs the question now that Miles Morales was kind of the lead in this film by Sony mm-hmm. does that mean we're not going to see a Miles Morales in the MCU yeah see I was thinking like with the the whole Infinity War thing like this would be the perfect time to introduce like hey we're going back to this new world but wait like who's this Spider-Man it's a different Spider-Man well, we've got Far From Homecoming, so we're probably not going to see yeah. that happen, but it would be, that would be the perfect way to introduce, because, you know, speculation, you know, there's going to be different Captain America, different Iron Man, you know, why not different Spider-Man? Yeah, I think definitely, at least this is setting setting the the, um, the groundwork for it, for the general audience that doesn't know who Miles Morales is. Well, to be fair, um, Aaron is in the MCU already, yeah. Prowler is in yeah. Prowler, so. <laughs> his uncle, Prowler. <laughs> Yeah, and the deleted scene he was supposed to be calling Miles, but yeah. um, I think I think that what they're doing if they if they do want to put him in the MCU, like maybe 10, 20 years from now, you know, yeah, Tom like Holland, his baby face, he's gonna so he's great. gonna be well, like. Here's, here's what I was thinking: like Marvel can like take Miles, and then like Sony can keep doing you know their own Spider Man. Oh, true. So they can like have their own properties, sort of. Yeah. Not that you would get rid of Tom Holland because he's still really fresh. Like, yeah, he's, he's gonna grow into the, youngest, the youngest, old. like Spider-Man yeah, so he far. Could probably do a few for the 
for to decide that they want to move on or he's too old. I think originally when uh, Raimi was doing Spider-Man, they at some point had in mind a plan to do six films, mm-hmm. but that never came to fruition. Yeah, so I'm angry, and then I think the writer strikes the down, and then the back and forth with the in the studio. So who knows? I mean, Paul Holland is, what, he's not even, he's what, in his early 20s? He's like, they don't yeah. the youngest amongst all the current MCU stars. So, mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest, most of them could probably do another five or six films because mm-hmm. they're all still pretty young. I mean, Chris Evans is in his 30s, Hemsworth's in his 30s, mm-hmm. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is 50, he's still playing Star Trek. Granted, he probably doesn't have to do most of them. The physical work, but like, mm. yeah, I, I didn't even know this, but Chadwick Boseman is like, I think, 42. Like, yeah, I thought of him as like someone younger because he's like kind of fresh to like the like, movies. But he's like, I think he's 42, 43, something like that. Oh, wow, That's insane. I gotta look this up. <laughs> yeah, going back to the movie, uh, I liked even, I liked even the, the um, kind of the sound and the music, like, they use a lot of kind of more newer I guess hip hop it, it was from the soundtrack soundtrack yeah yeah they used the soundtrack a lot well it was good and then they they kind of mixed that in with the score like I know when he was like swinging at one point they kind of had the the, the the licensed music in the background but then it kind of was blending in with the score as well and it was kind of like a good mix uh, you know good I, I thought the music was appropriate and the score was good the score kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, the Dark Knight in parts mm. yeah a little bit yeah, it's got kind of like the traditional uh, superhero score. Uh, yeah, but visually it was amazing. The music was good. Uh, voice acting, I think everyone like yeah. did a good job. Like it's believable. Even like you know, cartoon characters, a pig like comes off cartoony, and then uh, uh, Peanut Parker, Penny, Penny Parker, Penny, Penny Pasta Parker. Um, Sounds like an anime kind of character. Nick Cage as as Spider Man Noir. That was yeah, kind of cool. Was he wasn't too over the top, which yeah. is like what he usually is. I but his character was fine. Yeah. Him and Spider Ham, I think, really did that. Yeah. I like the fact that they teamed up at points. Yeah. It's so odd because he's such a ridiculous pairing. It was kind of like Spider Man Noir reminds me of kind of like Punisher if he was more like. I mean, what's well, not the retro thing, but he's like the serious darkness, brooding. Or was it the one line where it's like, you know, the, he was, there was something dripping and he was like, you'll feel the cold, like, <laughs> thing of existence, like, but yeah, they were good. And then Gwen was, was Spider-Gwen was pretty cool. Uh, I thought they were going to hint at like kind of romance because they have that in the comics, but. Um, Little bit. Yeah, I guess it's just like camar- camaraderie. I'm surprised. Because Gwen's origin story is that Peter Parker became the lizard, and she couldn't save him. So I'm surprised she wasn't shocked to see kind of Peter. Because in the original Spider Verse comics, when she sees Peter, when when Peter sees her, because Peter Gwen's dead in the the main universe, uh, the six one six universe, and in her universe, in Gwen's universe, Peter Parker's dead. So when they first see each other in in the Spider Verse comics, they're shocked. I think that like Gwen seemed to have like a really big awareness of like what was going on like she yeah. like first we see her and she's like you know calm and like knows what's going on like so I, I think, think the whole she- thing like my my spider sense told me to blend in was kind of I don't know convenient. too convenient yeah like yeah. my spider verse told me to go to the school sign up get a call, get a uniform and like be there 
to meet you. Like, I thought, for a second, I thought there was going to be a Gwen from the Miles yeah, universe, and then the other one was, and then it would be, well, like... Well, if you think about it, well, I mean, if it is the Ultimate Universe, there must be one somewhere, so. Yeah. Yeah, it could be, like, why she was hesitant to give her name at first, too, because, like, otherwise, like, Miles would have no idea who she is, so, like, why would the she have to hide is, I mean, if, if the laws of the universe yeah. are saying that there is a version of... When but she hasn't died like she, she has died. yeah and that's probably why Peter Peter had no kind of thing to yeah. to her he was still kind of um, well there's two there's the original Peter that died and then the newer one so maybe the newer one in his universe Gwen wasn't like because he was married to MJ and I don't know anyway it's uh, just kind of like from a comic book fan's perspective it's, it's you'd think they know each other but I guess in this they're, they're trying to make it more simpler and just you know more streamlined um, one thing, one praise I've seen, like, not seen, but heard about the movie that they did well is, like, just ha- the handling of the multiverse. Like, like people say, you know, it's such, you know, if you go to the normal person and, like, try to explain, you know, how Miles became, super, like, Spider-Man, like, the Spider-Man died, he's like, no, but it's, it's from, like, a different universe. Like, you're just going to confuse people, but, like, they handled it really well and, like, made it, like, pretty, you know, digestible for the modern, like, Spider that bites Miles. That was the one thing where I was just like, okay, that seemed like there's no explanation. It had Alchemax written on it, but yeah. then I, when I first saw that, I thought, oh, Alchemax is the future company, but then it's there's a present day Alchemax. Because mm. uh, Miguel O'Hara, which, okay, uh, the post credit is Miguel O'Hara, Spider Man 2099, where in the comics, he works in Alchemax, and Alchemax was kind of based in a future company. Yeah. So that was a cool post credits. I liked seeing him there. And him time traveling back to the the meme Spider Man <laughs> yeah. pointing sixty seven yeah um, but yeah uh, the Alchemax thing was I guess maybe they were still testing on spiders in that one well, because like, oh that's where the generator was and to well, like, think back it's like oh Aaron's like oh yeah I did some contract work here um, yeah 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 and then his voicemail he's away wow it was good foreshadowing there's like a little they drop a little hints here and there. Um, yeah, apart from that, uh, I think, you know, that's everything for the movie. I like the little, if you looked at the phone, when the phone calls are happening, they, the names there, they're, I noticed B. Bendis, Brian Bendis, and then, uh, S. Ditko on the other, the second phone stream. So I'm sure there's more, I'm sure, like, when it comes out, I'd like to see all the screenshots. Well, here's, I was reading up, because I heard Donald Glover had a cameo, so apparently... When Miles goes to Aaron's house in the first place, mm-hmm. Aaron has the TV on and it's a scene from Community, like animated, but it's it's like Donald Glover's... Oh, like, wearing a Spider-Man costume, I think? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I noticed that. So that's apparently a little nod there mm. that I didn't catch at all, because I mean, who would know if you were looking for it? will never get that. Yeah. So yeah, overall, um, I, I really like the movie. I'd recommend anyone to watch it. Like, it's a good kind of family-friendly movie. If you're a comic book fan, it's pretty good. It's entertaining. Definitely entertaining. I definitely this is the direction I want Sony to take these Spider-Man movies. Also, just a little quick shout out: the studio who did this, Sony Animation, also did a Peanuts movie, Charlie Brown, and the animation is really similar because it's like translating a two D cartoon into three D, mm-hmm. and they do like it's kind of the same animation style where it's like it looks like two D but it's in three D space. So it's pretty cool. Like it's worth a watch too. Mm-hmm. The Peanuts movie. It's it's definitely got a very unique look, like mm-hmm. a very unique kind of. Animation style, yeah. It's not like your traditional CGI or like, you know, animated movie. 
So I definitely want to see more of this art style. I definitely want to see. I've already heard they're doing like kind of Gwen uh, spinoff with Gwen, and you know Silk and Spider Woman. I guess so that would be cool to see. Uh, definitely can't wait to hear what Sony does with this. Um, wow, ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's a good it's score. Good. It's well. I, I okay. My only thing is like people have been. I enjoyed it, but people have been overselling it as like. Like just the movie of the year for them. I'm like, it's good. I mean, everyone's gonna, everyone's gonna have their opinion. Yeah. Like, um, but it's good. I, I would definitely say like it's you know good four out of five for me, or like two, uh, four or five. Yeah, I would say that. <laughs> but not for like plot reasons, just for like the visuals and, and just something different, you know, for the space. Yeah. Um. So Venom is kind of like if 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 Venom is like the first step. And I, you know, a lot of people like that movie. I personally, I told the guys here that I got we got a free rental code with like our popcorn yeah. combo, and I'm gonna actually rent Venom and try and like watch it unbiased, and because I haven't seen it yet, but I've I've read the plot, I've read everything, I've heard everyone's opinions, so I want to kind of like see what the Spider Verse, like Sony Spider Verse, is, um, and try and be unbiased as possible, but like. You know, if there's if they stick to this and like I guess they're never ever gonna kind of bridge Spider Man with the live action movies. Yeah. Um, but I would that's the thing with the animated movie you can go anywhere. You have the license to kind of use whichever version of like actual Spider Man you want and and um there's no restrictions in place, you know? I feel like Sony kinda like Warner Brothers are too focused on creating rival franchises to yeah. like MCU. And I understand that. I mean, why wouldn't you want to capitalize on that? But they're going about it in a bizarre way. I mean, Warner Brothers, and we've discussed this, we all have different opinions, but like, I think we can all agree that the way they've kind of gone about releasing their films has been a little odd and compared to like what Kevin Feige and Marvel have done. I mean, mm. where they, like, establish each and every character. Yeah. I think um, the live actions, like, with Venom, it was clear that they were trying to maybe... I think, they were just, I think they were just, like, rushing to get something out. Like, yeah. I, from, like, my opinion, like, they didn't really give it much polish and, like, they didn't really give it much heart. Like, it's kind of felt like, you know, they're, like, Fantastic Four, like, just kind of getting... The latest one, the Fox one, yeah. yeah just like would, they just kind of wanted to use, you know, they've got the license, like you got to do something with it. So yeah, uh, that's what I felt. Like that's the shame because, like, I, I was primarily, like, I haven't watched all of it, but what I watched of it, I was, I cringed mm. most of the time, and that's the shame because Tom Hardy's one of my favorite actors. Mm. Um, I also like Riz Ahmed. Yeah. And I was really disappointed to hear that he doesn't have that big of a role. I'm just like, that's, that's, that's wonderful. I mean, yeah. like you have like a young, up and coming actor who everyone is talking about, and you kind of relegate him to such a minor role in the film when it was presented like he had a huge, significant role in the film, mm. at least next to Hardy's. So I, I, I don't know. I, I will sit down and watch it just so I can say that I watched it and give a full proper opinion. You can't really go off of um, 
full four or five minute clips, but from what I've seen so far, I'm just kind of like, eh, yeah. You know. And to kind of sequel bait it uh, with Carnage yeah. when it should have been him or at least some kind of like proper setup to him. Yeah. Um, like, who the hell knows? What is the villain? It's like one of the, the symbiote offshoots from like the, 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 Vet, the Riot? Venom comic. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. So, like, I think what they should do is kind of like, like now into the Spider Verse is like a good first step of kind of like it's focusing like primarily on making one good movie yeah. and not like sequel bait too hard. Yeah. Just focus on telling one good story that could spin off or could have a sequel, you know? But I wonder if that's um, <laughs> that's like unfeasible to say because I feel like most major film franchises or like most films that are based off of an existing franchise, whether it's a series of books, whether it's uh, a play or a comic book series in this case, I feel like there's no, there hasn't been any project or upcoming project where they're like, okay, we're just going to focus on the one film and not think about shaping an entire franchise. Whereas I think perhaps Spider-Verse might be an exception because it really does seem like they weren't trying to sequel bait as much. Yeah. But that is very rare. I think it's kind of interesting because just the very existence of the plot is kind of open, like opens that possibility. They could have easily like sequel baited like, yeah. so much. Like they did that thing at the ending where it's yeah. like when finds a way to I guess come through, yeah. which is like that's cool. That's a good like way to kind of leave it open ended. But, like, you know, it's not like Justice League, or it's not like Batman versus Superman levels of setup, or even in the MCU, there was kind of, like, a lot of setup in the earlier movies, you know? I feel like, and I think Christopher Nolan did this really well with Batman Begins, and when he, well, at least this is according to him, and I, I like to think he was telling the truth, he said that he made Batman Begins with the idea in, the mind, in his mind that, okay, if this is going to be the only superhero movie that I do, I want to do it in such a way where it feels complete, mm -hmm. and then leave a little bit at the end, which opens it up to yeah. possibility. And he did the same thing with Dark Knight. I mean, even Dark Knight with the ending, you're just kind of like, looking back now, I was like, if they had potentially ended it there, I would have been like, okay, you don't know what's yeah. going to happen, you leave it ambiguous. That's the thing, when you leave, like, so I, I like it when there's like one little loose end, yeah. but when it's like, imagine if, if Batman vs. Superman didn't get a Justice League sequel. Yeah. You'd have all these loose ends of, like, all these other characters, you know? Or someone who just watches Batman vs. Superman just to see that movie. Yeah. They're like, what the hell is all this, like, mumbo-jumbo I don't care about, you know? So I th and I, 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 just, like, my final point is I notice now the industry is kind of going, you know, um, when the MCU was getting big and, you know, um, the industry kind of started taking notice. Yeah. Everyone tried to imitate that, yeah. and they all failed, or at least didn't meet their expectations. Like, and I think all these studios are starting to realize now that, like, okay, we can't replicate it. Let's just focus on telling one good movie, and and um, you know, let's not try and be so grand because Marvel did all the like, like they kind of you know they're. It's swinging back to kind of more rational, more thought out, kind of like, let's do one good movie, let's put little hints of maybe yeah. sequels, but let's not, like, dedicate, like, so much time to set up something, you That's know? That's why you can appreciate movies like Winter Soldier, yeah, or even Black Panther, because there is a little bit of sequel baiting, but... Mm -hmm. 
they can be told without having to reference the rest of the universe. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why sequels like Iron Man 2 or even Age of Ultron weren't as good is because they were they felt rushed. Yeah. They're like, okay, let's just get through this so we can get through the other films and then we can start planning for Infinity War. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah, Sony, you know, I'm happy with this. I can't wait to see what they what's next in the pipeline. I don't think they have anything. They have the Silk and Silver Sable, or not Silk, Silver Sable and Black Cat thing, but like nothing definitive, I guess, in terms of casting for what's next. So I'm, I'm keen to see what's next. I kind of, you know, I'm hope they do uh, they hit gold with their next movie with this but I definitely want to see more into the Spider-Verse more animated yeah. movies yeah. Um, any any last words before we wrap this part up I was going to say at the beginning like I remember seeing the first trailer like this was probably a year ago at this point and I'm thinking like why is this movie being made? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, do we need this? And now it's like, yeah, maybe we didn't need it, but it's great. Yeah. Like, it's I think like, it's we refreshing. need it. Yeah. I think we need something different. Yeah. From, like anything that's this unique and different, yeah. just it, it makes it more, you know, exciting and fresh for the, the whole genre. Like and movies in general. Like there's no other movie like this, you know. Yeah. So and that's the one. That's one way Sony can differentiate mm-hmm. itself from. Its- at least with their comic book properties, that's one way they can differentiate themselves from like, uh, the, the wider MCU and then, of course, DC and Water Brothers on the other hand. So. Mm-hmm. Cool, that's, that's our wrapping up our segment for Into the Spider-Verse. Thanks for tuning in, guys.